We have the technology. <laughs> I don't know about well, it is technology, so that is true. That is true. All right, ready? Put your class back on. I'm cleaning them. Ladies, gentlemen, boys. <laughs> you look so stupid without your glasses on. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. <laughs> you need to put them back on. They're going back I on. I need just... Smart Toby back. There we go. There we go. Holy crap. Never take them off of my presence again. <laughs> Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to episode 94 of Nintendo Talk. I am Bobby, the Nintendo Guru, joined by my best friend in all the land, Mr. Toby Thornton. What's up, Toby? How you doing, Bobby? I'm doing very well. How, Good. Uh, I'm, I'm alright. I've got the window open today. Oh, so, did you? <laughs> so you're not going to sweat to death in there? Hopefully not, no. Why? Okay. Why is it your, your country doesn't have air conditioning? I mean, commercial buildings have it. You go into a supermarket and they'll have it, but not a lot of people have it in their homes because the weather is most of the time, it's so bad, you don't need it. I mean, I understand the hobbits don't like cold weather, but mm. come on, man. Like, it gets hot. I mean, I got a fan, a little desk fan. I mean, that you, got, you guys have hair on top of your feet, so it doesn't get hot. I do, I do have hairy feet, this is true. I've got like centimeter to an inch long hair on my big toe <laughs> like yeah oh my god anyway the uh oh my oh, good lord what uh You're thinking about my feet now I, I can't get it out of my head i'm thinking like man <laughs> them toes all up on my gums That'd be amazing oh. <laughs> you know what? i'm like my toes are really flexible like i can spread them apart and then I can like grip things and pick them up. And... Oh, that's just I got like monkey feet. When I used to, when I when I when I was married, there was this time to be in my life when I was married, and I had a dog. But now I never get to see the dog anymore because anyway, um, the dog used to like when I go to bed, the dog mm. would lick my feet. Yeah, they do. They love licking toe jam. Oh man, <laughs> just every night I go to bed, I pull the blankets up. Right, I just let them go. To... <laughs> I let him go to town for like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And then when he was done cleaning up my feet, I'd fuck, I'd be like, all right, get out of here. And I'd cover my feet back up and I'd be good to go. I miss, I miss that dog. <laughs> At least he took care of me. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Um, Man, I'm loving your t-shirt today. Oh, you like that, right? That's, yeah, that's I love it. Look awesome, at that. Right? Awesome. You drew that. Where's that? I from? don't know. I, I got it from T Public. I got a. Oh. I don't know who the artist is, but it's really, it's really phenomenal. It's a pretty, pretty spectacular shirt. Um, Toby, let's kick this episode off like we do each and every episode with our geek outs. With our Vive Cola sponsored geek outs. Put your pinky not, down when you drink. Not really sponsored, but you always got to do the pinky. British people do the pinky. What are you? What are you, the queen? You sip your tea and you, the little pinky comes up. That's it. It's just British etiquette, Bobby. Yeah, oh, oh, put your finger, put your your pinky up. And let's not start. Let's not start. What are you? What are you geeking <laughs> out about? Two things today. Cheating. Oh, I love to cheat. You know what I mean. Yeah. I know you um, 
So, you know, last week mm. I mentioned I was making a troll Mario Maker level. Yes. So, I made it, uploaded it. It's called Big Troll. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, my friend Dan came round. And he sat next to me on the sofa and played it. And I watched him play my troll level. And it was the funniest thing. For about 45 minutes, he tried to beat this level. He fell into every trap that I laid. It was beautiful, man. Like, I was laughing so hard. I was crying. I had to take my glasses off. It was just so much fun. And Can we back it up a little bit? What? What, what do you mean your friend Dan? My friend Dan. You know Dan. Who what? I cheated on you with. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing over here now? He's your friend? What, what, what next to you, you know be your best friend? friend? No one's saying that. <laughs> you better slow down over there, Dan. I'll tell you right now, the two of you, I'm not, I'm not feeling this little vibe going on. Actually, I know you're going to be doing the Nintendo PlayStation podcast. You're going to steal the show and go over to him. <laughs> but, Bob, you know what? Yeah, I would yeah. love to watch you stream my troll. No, that ain't just, just, just see no, what happens. No, 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 no. Oh, come on, please. No, no, Everyone no. wants to see that. <laughs> Trust me. Listen, if we, get, if we get 20 likes on the video, okay. I, will, I will stream. Okay. That's right, fair. So that, now, that's up to you to go out and tell people, yeah. hey, if we get 20 likes on this video, Bobby will... Stream yeah. my troll level, so it's up to you to get you know. Oh man, I leave it, it, up, it, I leave it to you. It sort of it made me feel so good inside watching him struggle and have pain whilst playing my oh, level. Like boy, to watch personal. to watch you do that, Bobby. Oh. Anyway, what's your what's your second geek? And out? second geek out is uh, you remember way back before E three we made some predictions. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, I think. As a bonus prediction, I said that Two Point Hospital was going to come to Switch, and it is. It's coming to Switch, Bobby. Really? Yeah. When, do you know when it's coming to Switch? Um, I don't know when. Uh, Interesting. I don't know if they've said, but definitely coming. It's coming to PS4 as well on PC. Or it's already on PC. So and I, um, and I know yeah. you're very happy about Switch Force coming. Or here. Yes. Switch Force is yes. here now. Yes. That was one that I know you wanted. You had actually tweeted at them, I believe, saying, like, when did you need to put this collection on the Switch. Yeah, I tweeted them several times. I was like, it, it makes total sense. Mighty Switch Force. Yeah. Over and over, I told them that, and they eventually listened to me, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. well, I think it was when you started showing up at the front door of the offices. And was like, <laughs> okay, we need to get this kid the hell out of here. Let's yeah. just give him what we want. So, Toby, you know that, um... You know that I enjoyed the Wii U. Um... I do know this. And and I would all games wise, I would probably say although Switch is really killing it right now. It's one of my favorite consoles that Nintendo put out. Right. Um, because the games were fantastic. But I loved I, I enjoyed the gamepad, right? I, I really did. And there was aspects of the Wii U that I enjoyed a lot. And there was one thing that I always regretted not getting my hands on. And uh, and and yesterday that has happened. So oh, you got the Wind Waker one. Yes, I got the Wind Waker, Hylian, uh, whatever the hell you want to call that. The, the hieroglyphics around the end of it, around the edges of it, and stuff. Yeah, but man. Uh, picked up. How yesterday. much was that? Forty bucks. Yeah, just for the just the for the gamepad. Game I just got the gamepad. That's all I got. Yeah, because the there's nothing pad. on the console. There's nothing there? on the console. None yeah. of that, which made no sense at all. And that's why I always regretted not having. Yeah. The gamepad. So now I'll just put it up on the shelf. I got a little stand, 
and I'll put oh, it great. up on the shelf and stuff, and it'll be back there. But it's fantastic, man. It, it, it's really, really nice. You get the Triforce logo on there and all the, the, the hieroglyphics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just so nice. And it's in gold. They, they did a good job. They should have just made the whole thing gold. And then just the, the etching in black. But they were real Possibly, cheap. yeah. yeah, yeah. Me, me and Nick, because I got it from Nick Militia yesterday. Yeah. At Next Level Games. And we were talking about it. He goes, yeah, you can tell they just didn't even give a damn about the Wii U. Like... Even their special edition consoles, they didn't even take any care with. Yep. It was the yeah. only special edition that came out on the Switch. I mean, on the yep. Wii U. Um, and it came bundled with Wind Waker. And I saw this, and I was like... I, he, I follow him on Instagram. And it went up, and I was like, Nick, I need that. Like, I need that in my life. So he was like, alright, I'll put it on hold for you. Come get it. And then, you know, that was earlier this week. And then yesterday, I went up and picked it up. And I was like, oh... I love it. I love it. He. Uh, it's a shame you don't collect out of box um, mm-hmm. amiibo. Well, what do we have? He has all the Zelda ones. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I would love to get them for Toby, but Toby collects uh, inbox only. You know what? Oh, look! Oh, how quickly we change. Look at you <laughs> teetering on the fence over there. No, no. Um, I don't because I. It's a blur in my memory, but I got a Nintendo email maybe a month ago. And they were like, oh, we've restocked all of these Amiibo. So I went on there and put a bunch of Zelda ones that I didn't have in my basket. And I'm pretty sure I ordered them, but they've not come yet. So I don't know you if... You might want to take a look at that, Toby. Yeah. Because <laughs> at the time, I was pre-ordering lots of different Amiibo. I made like three different orders to Nintendo on the same day because it was like... I ordered the uh, Link's Awakening Special Edition for you. Yes, thank you. And then uh, there was some other... The, the uh, That's it, the Link's Awakening Amiibo came up not long after that. So I was like, all right, got to get that. And then after that, there was a, a couple of other Amiibo that came up. And I was like, all right, another order. <laughs> I got to I got to really... Yeah. I have to really, maybe this week, lay out my Amiibo orders where they are. I have no clue yeah. where my Amiibo orders... I used to know... No problem. And yeah. I've kind of gotten lazy with it, and it's starting to scare me because I double-ordered Pokemon Trainer and Pichu. Yeah, I've done that with the Link's Awakening one as well. And, so and, I need to... and I'm like, what is happening here? So yeah, I don't even know cause... if I have that one. So if I don't have that one, hang on to it. Right. And I'll you know, I'll get you the money for it and all that stuff. Yeah. So let me take a look real quick, and I'll... Not now, but, you know, after... Yeah. I'll take a look yeah. around and see if I can find this stupid thing. That's the problem, man. I'm like looking around. I can't. Find, I'm like, then I got the email that like, hey, two places. Email me. Hey, your yeah. pre-orders are ready. I'm like, what? What? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. But Isabel looks really cool. Yeah, the Isabel amiibo for Smash. She looks good. But man, Pokemon Trainer looks really cool. You know, and mm-hmm. Pichu's actually a lot. I mean, you would think Pichu's really small. He's actually a little bit mm-hmm. bigger than than you expect, but he's smaller. But he's bigger. But it's 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 nice. The Amiibo are really well done. You know, the, mm-hmm. they're doing they're doing some really good stuff with the Smash ones that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Just nuts. I'm ready for them to stop. Like this is just uh, because I feel obligated to buy now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. I don't really, I don't really need it, but I have every single one. I'm like, I can't stop now. I have yeah. to complete the collection. Yeah. So whatever. Anyway, so today we're doing, uh, we're, we're going back to the well a little bit with our uh, single topic, and 
I'm going to reach out to some YouTubers and different people this week, get them to make some episodes. I'm not going to go as crazy as I did before. What I'm going to do is I'm going to actually sporadically drop them throughout the month of uh, August. So we start here with Toby, and then throughout the month of August, you'll get bonus episodes just, you know, each week. You'll, you know, you get one, maybe two, three you know, but I'm going to grab different people. This week, I'm actually on Thursday, I'm recording with Nick Militia, and he's going to do this topic. Awesome. And, uh, and I felt he was really good. I felt like he would be really good for this show and uh, for this particular topic. So I, I tapped him and I was like, hey, so let's get into the topic. So the topic is, what are your five all-time favorite Nintendo games? And uh, so Toby will list each one. And each one he lists, we'll kind of have a little discussion about it and talk about it. So, and then moving forward, all the different guests will do the same thing. They'll bring five, and we will discuss them. So, Toby, what is uh, what is your? I don't, and how are you going to do this? You're going to do like five, four, three, two, one, or are you just going to list them randomly? I think I'm just going to list them randomly because it's so hard to have favorites. You know what number one is anyway. Well, but... here's the funny thing. When we when when I sent this to Toby, right? Yeah. He comes back and goes, Oh, so I can have five Zelda games? And I'm <laughs> like I mean you can, but let's be fair, yeah, the five so Zelda games are five Zelda games are not the best Nintendo games of all well, time. Well they are. However Please stop. They're not the best of all time. They may be they are Zelda games are fantastic. But whatever, go ahead. I digress. Anyway. If this is so- Toby but and here's the other thing. This is what Toby feels are the five best. This isn't what... Yeah, so, it, so it's all personal opinion. It doesn't... Like, this is no official list. Nobody get no, mad because Bobby, somebody Bobby, gave Bobby, we are We are going to do an official list. This is going to be our Desert Island game. I'm not, but I'm not, I'm not adding to this list. This is just your list. This is just... Yeah, but know. everyone else's list, we're going to make a big list, combine all the games that people bring, and then we'll just have a, a video game hall of fame. Oh my god! Because we all have impeccable taste, especially me. So, oh my god, go ahead. What's your? Uh... All right. So number one, we'll just get the obvious one out of the way. Link to the past. Absolutely, Stone Cold classic. Now why would you best... say that? Why would you say that for the end? Because it's the obvious one. You know, I'm going to pick that one for me. Okay. There's no suspense. That's true. That's true. Um. Okay, so Link to the Past. This is yeah. This is, this my is not only game of all time. I know I was gonna say this is not only your yeah. favorite Nintendo game. This is your favorite game of all time. Like this is yeah. the big one, and and me too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, it's not my favorite game of all time. My favorite yeah. Zelda game of all time. Yeah. And uh, it, but but go ahead. I go on about this game a lot. Um, I just think that the gameplay has stood the test of time so much that even after all these years, you can go back and have as good a time as you would have back then and it, it holds up against all the modern games that are inspired by it today you know you look at games like blossom towers on switch which is heavily inspired by it which is great but it's still n- never going to be as good as the original that it's inspired by so yeah i think the the art style holds up the gameplay is great the music is great and like i said it inspired it sets so many precedents i think that people were I think the thing that I would be as bold to say is I feel like as time has gone on, the artwork has gotten better. Uh, Well, yeah, it's it's, pixel art is just classic, and yeah, 
it's a what's nice about like when you look at um i'll throw out like cadence of hyrule cadence of hyrule is a pixel art type game it's a fantastic game but when i look at cadence of hyrule right i look and i go it's just a little muddied because they're over like they're really doing a lot there is there is something about link to the past that is just um simple and in its yeah. in its simplicity it's, it's, it's restrained just, isn't yeah, it yeah it's within its simplicity it's just impeccable and yeah. it's just amazing to me that a game that's 30 years old you know right mm. it's over 30 now um a game that that old is just still to this day you pick it up it looks gorgeous feels gorgeous and the one thing that i will say that i love about that game that only happens one moment in that game. Mm. The opening scene with the rainstorm. Yeah. Like, that rainstorm's happening, and you go out, and you feel the terror of, like, yeah. young Link, his uncle left, you don't know what's going yeah. on, and yeah. you go from the house, you got no weapons, and you're like, what is going on here? And you're, the thunder and lightning's happening. It is really such a moment in that game that... I feel as a young as a young man when I was playing that like it's something that I think you're always searching for and to me that was the first time that I can ever remember that type of moment happening hmm. where you're playing and it's like you could feel the game you know you yeah. can feel the moment and the yeah. gravity of what's going on in that moment as you're rushing to the castle and you find your uncle and he's he's dead basically and he gives you the sword and stuff and it's like you know, you, you, you fall into this moment where it's like, A, it's the first time we got any type of real true story to a Zelda, to, to any game really at that moment. Um, and B, I mean, there was games with story, but it wasn't like you felt the what was happening here. You know what I mean? And then you finally get, you, you know, you go into the castle and you're doing what you're doing and then you get up there and it's like you're ready. And you're like, in my mind, I remember playing again. I'm like, wait a minute, this is the, the final battle, right? Right now, like I'm, I'm fighting the boss right now, and this is it. And then the moment happens, and like I'm not trying not to spoil any too much, you know. But it's a 30 year old game, whatever, people. Um, but like you know, you you get that that battle, and then you lose the princess, and it's like, what, what, what the hell's going on here, you know? And then it puts you on this journey, which the journey is fantastic, like so well done, so good. And I feel like it's it's one of those seminal games that, like, always in my mind, I think I'm always comparing games to just the little hint, the hits and the moments and the, and the you know, and I mean, in recent history, probably the only game that's ever done that for me on that level, that scale is probably Last of Us, mm. where you just have these moments where emotion is raw you're hitting these moments these things are happening and it's like everything is in tune with what's going on so it's crazy that that little opening of zelda just puts all this weight and and you know pressure on to me for all games moving forward to like you need to try to emulate this and try to make your game do something similar to this to be amazing and it's just so good man like the game is fantastic yeah, it's it's paced really well. Um, there's no real 
waiting in the game. Like no. it's all action all the time, yeah. and like that's why it's such a good speed running game as well because you don't have to like sit around and wait for stuff to happen. It's, it's full of great puzzles and great secrets. You really feel like you're exploring the world with all the bombable walls and secret passages. And what I loved about that game was when you when you finally beat it, um, it goes back and kind of closes the loop on stories. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, it, like there's because what's happening is you're playing the game and like you're running into little storylines that are happening. Yeah. And it closes the gap on all of them. And, and it like, definitely, yeah, and, yeah. And it shows you, like, hey, this person, this person. Oh, it's brilliant. There's that scene where you, uh, part of the game, you, you run into this house and there's this single guy sitting in a room. Yes. And he's complaining that he's had an argument with his brother. Yes. And there's, you can blow a hole in the wall and then you go into the other room on the left and his brother's in that room. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I, you know, I hate my brother or whatever. And then at the end of the game, the credits roll and they've made it up and yeah. they're like, so yeah. stuff like that is really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty awesome. So, okay. So what's your, uh, what is your next game? Uh, Mario galaxy. Ooh. This is my favorite Mario game of all time. Um, it's, just sort of a grand adventure like they went into space and that felt so new for Mario so you know the the whole gravity mechanic in that game where you've got the small planets and you can long jump and go underneath the planet totally different never seen anything like that in a game before and it just felt so satisfying to run around the planets in that game and the the musical score to go with that the big like everyone's favorite like was it gusty garden and everything like so so good to just have a space adventure like yeah mario odyssey does some similar things but it never feels as uh, special and as grand because yeah you know and just yeah like the way that you know it is sort of it's almost like level based it's not yeah. open world or whatever but the levels are so creative and fun that I don't think that really matters like every the galaxy thing, is different the thing with that game was um, so I got my my Wii two years after launch yeah. and that was not a launch game that game came no. two years later Yeah, and that I got that game and I got Twilight Princess for Christmas that year Yeah, and um, I, got the, well, I got the Wii plus those games for Christmas. And I remember playing Galaxy, and at that moment, I had been out of video games for, I would say, three years. Like, I just Mm -hmm. stopped playing video games. And I think I've told this story on numerous podcasts before, but I had gotten to this point in my life where I felt like games are dumb, time to be an adult, time to be a man. I'm married now, time to be... Tony was like, no, why are you not playing? Like, I don't understand it. You tell you talk about all the time when you grew up, you played games. Why don't you play anymore? Mm. And she bought me the Wii for Christmas because I had mm. gone to my brother's and played it. He had a friend over who had it and I kind of fell in love with it again and it kind of rekindled my love for games again. But then I remember uh, playing Mario Galaxy and getting the vibe of playing the original Mario when I was like 13, 14 years old or whatever mm-hmm. it was, however old I was when I played the first one. And that giddiness 
inside of like so when you play the original Mario Brothers right and you play through and that Goomba that lonely Goomba's coming along and you run into him the first time you're like oh what the heck's going on and you go oh wait you jump and you jump over him and it's like you're learning how to play the game I got so many times in Galaxy I was getting those mm-hmm. vibes of like sitting there with the nunchuck in my hand or the Wiimote and the nunchuck right and I'm like this is such a great setup you know and then, like, when you're going up those uh, those spirals and you're, like, you're... you're yeah, you spin. You yeah, spin you the, 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 yeah. the Wiimote and Mario spins up and then he, yeah. like, shoots off and then you flick your wrist and, the you know, he'll jump into a star and you flick your wrist and, like, boom, he takes yeah. off. It is so cool, some of that stuff that they did in that game. The controls are brilliant in that game. Like, people complain about motion controls and stuff, but just the very motion of just wriggling your wrist to yeah. make him spin was really satisfying and the way you could use the pointer to collect the little star bits and stuff yeah so as you're flying through the sky you're like yeah and it was so there's um there's bits where you can grab onto when you're floating through space you can grab onto stars and pull them yeah man like the gravity like that's the thing too like the gravity in that game is really cool like i used to like when you'd have like you'd have like these little planets next to each other yeah. And you would jump just enough yeah. that the gravity from the other one would pull you to it. Yeah, it was dude. so cool, man. There was this um, one little mini planet that I always remember because it reminds me of the tech demo that they had for Super Mario 64 with the rabbit. And I think they did the same thing for this because you go into this little mini planet and there's like three, maybe four mini rabbits. And they run all over the planet, and you've got to chase them and pick yes. them up. And you do have to like long jump to get around really quickly and try yeah, and grab hold yeah. of them and stuff. Yeah, and really, I don't. Know, it's like they perfected the 3D platformer with Mario 64. Yeah, and then they completely reinvented it with Mario Galaxy. I agree. Just it's such a clever game mechanic, and I think that's really special because I don't think we're going to get anything like that again. No. And, you know, it's funny because the two games... So you've, you've listed two games so far. And yeah. for me, so far, there are two games that, like, I've taken those games mm. and played them beyond where it was. Like, I collected every single star in yeah. Galaxy. Like, I completed that 100 and whatever percent that you needed to do. I collected mm. every star, did not stop, and I love that game. Like, that game yeah. was so good. And the same thing with Link to the Past. Like, I did everything you could accomplish in mm-hmm. that game it was just phenomenal so here we are number three number three we're gonna go with metroid prime on gamecube okay so go ahead i'll let you go, go, ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so like this game for me it has that same sort of grand feeling of mario galaxy mm-hmm. but in a different way like you you really feel like you're it captures like the loneliness of metroid and you feel like you're in a, a horrible planet surrounded by aliens. It's like, you know, everyone goes on about Super Metroid being their favorite Metroid game because yeah. it, it invented that genre. Yes. But taking that into 3D for me was just so unbelievably satisfying. Like the platforming was really good, especially for a first person shooter you don't get a lot of first person shooters that feel good to jump from platform to platform. And for some reason it just works in, in Metroid prime. Like the lock on combat is great. The scanning, 
I love scanning and reading through all the lore that you can find and finding the enemy's weaknesses. It's sort of like a Pokedex in a way when you scan the enemies. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, the secrets that you can find and going back through opening new areas up with your new weapons that you unlock and then the morph ball sections as well. Like, yeah. you'd think, oh, how, how would they, you know, for a first-person shooter, how are they going to make the morph ball work? Well they just zoom the camera back and you can see the ball rolling around and it's kind of like pinball or something in a way like and that sort of stuff was like really puzzling and a lot of it was to do with like momentum and and gravity and everything so but yeah just that whole game is just so amazing like they nailed the environments you go you go into like the snowy area and it's just the music is absolutely amazing like i think the other metroids I didn't play Metroid 2. I've watched people play that, but I did play Metroid Prime 3, um, and that was great, but still not quite as good as the original one. Yeah, that was going to ask you, because for me, this is, the, this is the one game, sadly, that I know people love, and I love Metroid. I love Metroid so much. Mm. Super Metroid is probably one of my favorites um, to this day. Metroid Zero Mission is really phenomenal. I just can't play first-person games. Yeah. And sadly, Metroid Prime showed me exactly that I can't play first-person games. Um, I Because I love Metroid so much, I went and bought yeah. it and literally just seasick the whole time and nauseous. <laughs> and I was just like, just really, you know, and I, after, I mean, I'm getting better about it now, it seems. And yeah. I'm not sure if it's because the games are running smoother and better. Um like, I could play Minecraft, and Minecraft does nothing to me. Although Minecraft is more slow pace. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, the problem is, is when you get into the jumping and moving and everything spinning around, like, yeah. it just makes me nauseous. And yeah. it's sad because I know that that game is really good, and I wish that I could put the time, the, the proper time into it. I just can't. Um, so, but it's, so I was curious, like, is one your favorite of them all? But I mean, it must be if you listed it. So yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, free was good, but it had some weird motion control stuff that I think did take me out of it a little bit. There's That's this, right, just because three was on the Wii, right? Yeah, it was. There was just an annoying thing where you a lot of the time they wanted you to like put put. I don't know if it's just your arm or something like a key in, and then you turn the Wii remote and then you pull it out and just doing that. They did that over and over and over, and yeah. it's like. It's just not that satisfying. It just seems unnecessary. Like the, sh- remember, the aiming was great, but I, I remember listening to, uh, and I don't know what podcast it was on, but I remember Greg Miller saying this: <coughs> that the one thing he hated about video game, video games, were when they took a cool moment mm. and they just beat it to death. Yeah, like that that moment of the key and all yeah. would have been f- fantastic if they did it the one time. Yeah. Because it's all you would have talked about. Yeah. But when they do it 50, 60 times in a game, by the, yeah, it's just it's so not novel, tired of it. it. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember like when, when Sony came out with the uh, the pad, right? Yeah. I remember how that's how you unlock doors, or you open doors. Yeah. You put yeah. your finger on and slide. And he yeah. was like, dude, it is so fulfilling the first time you do that. Yeah. And then like after the 60th time, he's just like, this sucks. Like, enough. Like, you took a cool moment, made yeah. it happen, and now you're mm-hmm. beating it up, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so I, and I think another thing, although this wasn't, didn't bother me at all, I think one of the coolest things that Sony does, um, 
is when you're playing Grand GTA Five, and, mm-hmm. the, and the lights up top start flashing oh, yeah. like when it's a police car and it's <laughs> it red and blue. And flash, that's yeah. really cool, man. That's really yeah. cool. Anyway, um, okay, what is number four for you, Toby? All right, so this is a controversial one because oh, it's boy. exclusive to the Nintendo 64. It's published by Nintendo, developed by Rare, though. Mm. So are we going to allow this? I mean, I guess technically Rare was part of Nintendo, but it's not... I've Nintendo. got other games on the list. If you don't, if you want to disallow this, I don't mind. I've got I can, other games. We'll save it as a bonus. Let's come back to it. We'll save it as a bonus that we'll okay. just that way we can listen to it and, and we can talk about it. But here's my feeling. I want to just clarify this. This is yeah. my feeling on it. Yeah. If it was a Nintendo game, it would yeah. still be on a Nintendo console. Those games yeah. are all now owned by Microsoft. Well, that game is in the ether. No one owns that game anymore. What's the game? Goldeneye. <laughs> Goldeneye 64. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, it did just come back onto the Wii, didn't it? Uh, they remade it on Wii, but it's yeah. not the same game. Oh, it's not the same game. No, it's got Daniel Craig in it, and it's only got like one or two levels that are the same, and the rest of it's new. Um, I, I Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we could save it. We'll just yeah. We'll do, just be bonus we'll do two content. more because I really don't know what the answer is to that. And okay, it's whatever. Oh, so, so now I've got free to choose. But before, from but my... before we jump ahead, before we jump ahead, yeah. like let's just discuss it real quick. What because okay. I that game again? I got so sick playing that game. Right. But yeah. What, what, but what was what's the moment it's, that you loved about it? I mean, it's just it's so weird because it's really fun to go back to today, but the controller is a little bit. Because you've only got the, the C stick, the, the the C buttons and the stick to move. So if you look look at it from the perspective of when it first came out, at the time, I'd say it was groundbreaking yeah. for a first person shooter on console. Um, it was just so cleverly made that it's a film tie in, but it doesn't really feel like it. It's yeah. not got that laziness to it. Like it feels like they were really passionate about making a fantastic shooter. You could shoot the enemies in specific body parts and they'd react to that. So like the AI was really interesting. Uh, the levels were great. Um, really sort of creative levels and you went all over the place. Like you had the facility and the dam at, at the very start. Which the dam is like the perfect speed run level, by the way. Like a lot of these levels are in this game, but I used to try and speed run that level. Um, and it it's funny because you have to like look down at the floor to stop the frame rate going crazy. Because <laughs> like the the less stuff you're looking at, the more smoother it runs. So anyway, that's sort of beside the point. But <laughs> but yeah, like it's just such a great game, especially in multiplayer. Like. The four-player four multiplayer in that was so fun. Like, you can set your own rules and have your own weapon types and different characters. And you know what was really funny? It was my brother always picked Odd Job, And Odd Job is the shortest character in the game, yeah. which makes it impossible to hit him because he's, you have to aim at the floor to hit him. Because, like, the default aim just goes above his head. And I always used to say he was cheating, but he said, no, I'm not cheating. Merlin's a cheater. I'm just gonna yeah, say I, used, I'm gonna, I would have. I'd have been like, the same way. I'd have been the same boat as you. Yeah, That's cheap. like Jaws was my favorite Bond villain of mm-hmm. all time. So I used to play as Jaws, 
and he's like the biggest character, so it's like <laughs> <laughs> can't miss me. But um, we used to do um, like speed runs of the boat level as well. The boat level is so clever because you have to go through this. It's called the frigate, and you go through rescuing hostages. And we used to try and do try and speed run the level and try and do it with chops only. So you just run through, just constantly. And it made that sort of noise as you chopped, and then you just spam people on the back of the head, and they just collapse on the floor. And it's just hilarious. But Good Lord. as you can tell, this game's got a lot of nostalgia for me, so yeah. that's probably the main reason I picked it. Yeah. Um, but I do think that as a, a first-person shooter, it's got fantastic levels. Yeah. It's very like there's a lot of variety to it. You go into a jungle, and you end up on the cradle at the end, and just classic, classic shooter really. So pretty awesome. What uh? Yeah. Okay, what's your what's your fourth game on the list? Oh man, so so I've got three extras in case I couldn't pick that. Okay, and I I'm struggling to pick between them, Bobby. I really am. Oh. You're only I'm picking go- two. You're not going to be sitting here all day. Well, off games. I know I know what one of them is. So the other one, I'm just going to say Lila Wars, aka Star Fox sixty four. Okay, okay. Um, this is just you know I don't play a lot of space shooters. Like flying games generally make me feel sick, but this one was like kind of on rails. Like a lot of the levels, there's one or two sort of open area levels, but it was you are flying forward through a level yeah. and you cut, you're constantly moving. You can't really, you can slow down, but yeah. you can't really stop. Um, but it's such a really cool arcade experience, yeah, and it's really exciting to like take risks and pick up the little golden rings to power up your weapons, yeah. And then you could do the do a barrel roll, like yeah. or do like the loop the loop and get through the levels. And all all the levels had like different alternative routes that you could take. Mm. And depending on which way you went through the level, like at the end you would fight a different boss or fight the boss in a different way. And instead of being mission complete, which is the standard way of playing the level, you'd have mission accomplished, which felt good. That was like the special way of beating yeah. the level. And that would open up like the more difficult route through the game and so there's a lot of replayability with it like you could go through multiple different ways all these different levels that you could go through you had the flying missions you had an underwater submarine one you had land cruiser missions where you're driving a tank around with like boosts and everything and plus it had great characters and great story as well i mean not not really an in-depth story, but you know, you're just you're just going to kill Andros. But yeah. you know, you had the whole thing with Fox's father and and everything, and uh, yeah, just it felt kind of like Star Wars in a way as well. Yeah. Like especially at the end, um, where you do you you go through the evil lair at the end and you defeat Andros, and then you've got to escape. There's like an escape mission where you're it's all going to blow up, and you've got to try and get out. It's really really exciting. Just yeah. I think that they've they nailed it first time. Like, I mean, obviously you got Star Star Wing on the snares, but that's more of a tech demo, I think, than anything. But but they've not really done anything better since in that franchise. So that's what I was gonna say. For me, yeah. Star Fo- the original Star Fox on the Super Nintendo, I just yeah. thought that was horrible. I hated yeah. like the polygons because I felt like at that time that was like the Virtual Fighter era. Sega was starting to do some stuff with um, the Saturn, 
Mm. That was like a lot of their games were having those polygonal type games, like just weird shapes and stuff. And I just was not a fan. I thought this is stupid. This this is the worst looking art style. I hate mm-hmm. it. And then Star Fox comes out, and I'm like, I want nothing to do with this game. Did yeah. not buy it on the Super Nintendo. Then yeah. it comes to Star Fox 64, and I'm like, let me let me try it. You know, and it felt I felt like what, like you said, I feel like it's never come back mm. to be a good game in any mm-hmm. any iteration of that game is just bad yeah um, but the one thing i'll say is that i thought was fantastic playing that game was you felt like you were actually Star Fox because of the way the the n64 controller was mm. with that c stick in the middle or you know the the, the analog stick in the middle yeah you yeah felt like you were a pilot like with that you know and mm. um that game was a lot of fun like it was one that i bought and it didn't take long to beat. You know, I think you could actually beat the game in 45 minutes to an hour. Well, yeah, yeah. If you go the easy route, then yeah, yeah. Dead, dead quick, yeah. Um, but it was so much fun. And, like, it's one of those games that, like, because it was short and quick and easy per se, um, once you accumulate and you got weapons and you yeah. start to get better and better and better, it became easier and easier and easier. But because of the shortness of the game, yeah, it, it just made for replayability. Like, yeah, it was man. like a no-brainer to be like, hey, you know what? I got some time to kill. Let me just jump in and see how far I can get before yeah. I die, you know, before this yeah. game ends. And it was really the, good. You know what? The, the boss fights in that game were fantastic. Yeah, like, they're really good, the, too. They have the little, like, flashing weak, weak spots on their body, and, like, they're almost like Transformers, a lot of them. Like, yeah. you, you, you destroy, like, a, a, a gun turret, and that part of the boss will just break and fall off yeah and then they will like spin around 90 degrees and all of a sudden they've got different way of attacking you and you've got to shoot them in a different yeah. spot there was this there's this one level that's like you're on a lava planet and the whole way through this level it's just there's like a sea of lava on the floor and you get these big waves that come up so you've got to pull up and get into the sky to avoid getting burnt because if you flew too low like even if you weren't in the lava, because you're so close to it, you'd still take damage. Yeah. And it was like felt so dangerous getting low, but yeah. they would they would hide like the bombs and stuff really low down. So Starlink is probably the close. Well, to me, it's the best Star Fox game since Star Fox sixty four. Yeah. Um, so I mean, if you're a fan of Star Fox, I would say mm-hmm. get Starlink for the Switch. It's uh, the Star Fox stuff is really phenomenal. It really is. They did a great job with it. So mm. we'll see. What is uh, what is your final game there, Toby? Bringing it back around to Zelda. We're going Breath of the Wild, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I figured you were going to do that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I wanted a whole list of Zelda games, and I could easily do that. But, yeah. but this is definitely, I feel, the second best Zelda game full-time. Um, that I just feel like Nintendo are just so good at nailing that feeling of adventure and Miyamoto's always gone on about like being inspired by going out into the countryside and that's like he's finding adventure in the world and he brings that inspiration into his games so and I feel like that is what Breath of the Wild is You're, you're coming out of that cave at the start of the game and you've got an entire world realized for you to explore and just that feeling of freedom just i never felt that in a game before even other open world games before it just never felt because you know other games 
other open world games, you're restricted to how you traverse the world. Yeah. But because you can climb, just the very aspect of being able to climb any surface in that game, it's just unbelievably cool. Just you can go anywhere and do anything and explore yeah. every nook and cranny of this world you can go to. And I just love that. And I think that 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 feeling is just unparalleled. I agree. Uh, you know, yeah. I agree. You know, I, I, I have fond memories of that game. You know, yeah. that was uh, that was a game that I felt like, you know, you and I and, and Sean, we connected on. And yep. we would all play together. We'd talk about it together. Um, this is the, the, like when that game came out, that was right at the beginning of us doing Make Us Better. And we'd all get in and we would start playing. And then, like, we would just, you know, discuss it and try to keep it you were such a baby about spoilers yeah um, yeah so we're trying to keep it like not like you're, you're trying to talk about something you saw yeah without telling any detail it was so difficult to do um but the one thing that i loved about that game and at, at that at that time was the three of us were sharing an experience together yeah and it was a different experience same game all kind of started the plateau did the same things on the plateau and then it was like once we left the plateau we never came back together again to be like, this is what we're experiencing equals, you know? Yeah, because there's no real critical path through the game. No. They, ki- they kind of suggest that you go to the uh, the Zora's place first, you know. Yeah. You go to Hateno Village, but you don't even have to go there. Like, I started the second playthrough earlier in the year. I didn't go there at all. Like, yeah. I, w- I ended up at Hateno Village, like... 20 hours in and I was like it's crazy like yeah. you know just just the freedom of that game so I'm, I keep going on about it but just there's nothing else like it in gaming really yeah. no I'm with you I'm definitely with you and it's 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 pretty crazy how, how spectacular that game is it makes me you know excited for the sequel honestly yeah. and I can't wait but um, before we wrap up are you playing anything that you know have you been playing anything this week um, no. Nothing. Nothing at all? Just a bit of Mario Maker. That's okay, all. well, that's, ain't that something? I mean, you beat my leg. You took the world record back from my drummy. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, you would not believe, like, how happy I was. Like, because I was just playing it. I was like, oh, I've got a couple of minutes to spare. Turn it on. And I think it was the third attempt, and I, I got it. And I was like, I didn't even feel like it was a good time, but... So somehow I shaved 0.035 seconds off or something. I was like, damn. <laughs> the, uh, I've been playing. I have. Dude, Toby, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I, I am like inundated with games right now. I bought mm-hmm. Fire Emblem. Um, how are you finding that ball? I have not even played it yet, Toby. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> I have not even put it in yet. I'm going to do it today. I'm going to try it today. Um, you know what? I watched, I watched like. 20 minutes of a stream that Switch Island were doing mm-hmm. and it was just menus. Yeah. Like for full straight 20 minutes, no gameplay, just going through menus. And I was like, this is not a good streaming game. Like, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not. That mm-hmm. is not a game you want to stream at all, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, the hardcore of the hardcore might enjoy it, but that's not something that I would, yeah. I would enjoy. Um, have not played this game yet either, Marvel Alliance 3, but mm-hmm. I have it. Uh, the, game, the games I've been playing this Dragon Quest Builders 2 I am yeah so um I'm just so over the moon with this thing yeah you know it's like crazy how good it is 
Um, you know, it's, I put, man, I probably got four, close to 40 hours into it now. Mm. And I can't stop playing it. Now, I have stopped playing it because I've been playing this other game, Super Mega Baseball 2. And uh, th- they brought it to the Switch. What is that? It's a baseball game. Yeah, um, but is it like arcade? It sounds it's, like it's a kind of arcadey. It's, it's kind of arcadey. Okay. So, this is what I love about it. Mm. So, I started playing it, right? And I bought, you know, I, I got it for myself. Um, Ribo's been playing it. There's a few people right. that I do. Uh, Brandon Myers, he's been playing it as well. And the one thing that I've noticed about it is there's a couple things that they do really, really well. One is you start off and you're playing the game and you're you're, you're playing on a lower level. You know what I mean? So mm. if you, you know, haven't ever played per se before, you just don't necessarily um, have to turn the, turn the levels up. You can just play. But mm-hmm. as you start to, you know, you have like your normal, you're like your easy, normal, uh, medium, hard. But there's mm-hmm. like five clicks to get to the next one. So if you're playing easy... They don't call it easy on it, so I'm just using those names. Yeah, yeah. You know, but like, if you're playing the easy mode, right? There's five like ticks of the level before you get to medium, and so you're playing different levels within the different levels of the game. So, yeah. And then what's happening is, is as you here's an example. Typical baseball games: either you have field assist on or you don't. There's fielder assist on when you play the lower levels. So if a fly ball gets hit to the outfield. The players will run over and catch the ball for you. Mm-hmm. What they start doing is you start ticking the levels up. The players yeah. run a little bit slower to the ball. Yeah, yeah. Which now forces you to grab the stick and push them to that level. Right, and get them. okay. So when you take the controls, he runs faster. Right, but if you don't take yeah. the controls, they run slower. So mm-hmm. when in the earlier levels, fly balls that are getting gobbled up, no problem. They're not anymore. And you have to actually start to run. And so now I've been playing all weekend, right? And now to the point where I'm more and more of the controls are coming back to me. Yeah. But I'm, I've, I feel like I've learned the game. I yeah. feel like now I'm actually playing the game by myself and I'm playing defensively yeah. and it's just so good. There's a couple of things that I love about it. One, the online play. It's fantastic. It's cross play. Right. So you can play okay. people on you play people on Xbox or PlayStation or wherever it is. Cross plays unlocked, so you can play that way. Just jump on, and it only takes like maybe thirty seconds to find a game with somebody, and then you play yeah. with somebody from around the world. I'm surprised because I wouldn't have thought that game would be that popular. Oh my god, dude! And because everybody wanted it on the Switch, it's one of those things. Right. It's one of those games that you look at and you go, "This would be perfect on the Switch." Yeah, it is. It's perfect on the Switch. Leaderboards shows you like of your friends who has the most hits, who has the most yeah. home runs. Who has the most win? You know, it's really, really cool. Yeah, that's um, cool. But what I like about it, it's fully customizable. So I go in and I'm playing the first day, and I'm like, "This is really cool." And I was like, "All of a sudden, I realized like you could change the logos on the jerseys, the names, yeah. the players' names." I've actually okay. gone in, changed every player's name on my roster to be like my favorite players of all time. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, you'd name them all Bobby or something. Uh, no, I could. I could. Bobby <laughs> 1, name, Bobby 2. Name one uh, Toby, one I could, I, could do, but... I could do that. But this was just <laughs> really fun to, like, yeah. go in and make the greatest baseball players, my favorite baseball players of all time, different, you know, 
position players and stuff. It was just, it's really cool. Takes me back to Baseball Stars on the original Nintendo, which was one of my favorite games of all time. And that's because, same thing, fully customizable, changing stuff up, doing stuff all over the place. So, Mm -hmm. it's a good game. If you haven't played it, go get it. Go check it out. Um, So it sounds like fun. It's a blast. So, that is all. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Nintendo Talk. Be sure to check out the other episodes we have going up. Um, Probably won't have any this week, but next week we're definitely going to have one or two popping into the feed. Uh, so we'll have some some mix and some variety and all that stuff. Uh, you can follow Toby here over on uh, Twitter at Toby's underscore take. You can follow me, Instagram, Twitter, at Nintendo Gurus. That is all. Uh, hold on. Happy birthday, Mr. Sean Capri. If, you, uh, if you're listening to this on Monday, Sunday was Sean's birthday. So it is now today Sean's birthday as we're recording this. So you be sure to tweet at Sean Toby and say happy birthday. You understand? At Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. You got it. You got it. That's what you do. Right now, <laughs> tweet at Sean Connery. Yeah, Sean Connery. Sean Capri. Sean like Connery. Capri Sean like Connery. the pants. Happy birthday, Sean. <laughs> tweet at Sean Connery and tell him happy birthday. Uh, tweet to Sean Connery and say, Sean Connery, could you please tell Sean Capri happy birthday? There you go. Um, that, <laughs> is, that. <laughs> that is all. Uh, Peace out, Preston. Ciao. You went, you went, you went old school. Yeah. You went old school on that one. Old, old you school. You little.
hell are you doing? Where are you at? What's up, Bobby? What's up, Bobby? I'm a little nervous. How you like my setup? Oh, uh, look at you. Look at you. About time. <laughs> About time you stepped it up. <clears throat> I like it. Yeah? Yeah, good. I do. I do. I like it a lot. Let's get centered. What's that? Let's get centered. Yes. was being a bit sick so you know you need to stop being a little bit sick suck it up uh raise your key about that sorry sorry that's good that okay? that's good and then swing it a little the camera not you move the camera a little you don't want to see that yes want to get... want that out of there is that all right? A little bit more. A little bit more, okay. A little bit more. So now you got the light switch up there. I can't see the light switch, though. All right. It's up out of the way of the thing. All right. Listen, I know what I see on my screen, right? Just you calm down. You know nothing, Bobby don't, Snow. Don't... <laughs> you know what? Get yourself a nice, cool roller cola. Dude, what No Frills brand are you drinking? Oh, yeah, dude. It can't even be good. What are they, like a, mm. a penny? Dude, it's like one pound, like 29 for six cans. <laughs> yeah, that's... I'm not drinking that stuff. Dude, that's it cheap. tastes just like Coke, man. No. I'll hang the effing call up right now. What are you talking Don't about? Don't even come off with that. It tastes just like Coke. It does. It's a knockoff. It's got all the same ingredients. It does not. Coke has a special formula that nobody has. It's a patent and trademark formula. All right. Carbonated water. How do I sugar, know? I don't have a can of Coke in me to compare with. Sulfite ammonia caramel or sulfur, sulfate ammonia caramel. Acid phosphor, phosphoric acid sweeteners. Sucralose. Are you done? Uh, flame K flavorings contains caffeine. There you go. That's all you need. It doesn't taste like Coke. It does. It does it not. Does. If you, you know what? You know what? Don't. It tastes good to me because it's cheap. <laughs> Saving of, money. Kind of like Sean Capri. He tastes good to you because <laughs> it's cheap. Um. Oh my god. Okay. So you know what we're doing here, right? You're doing the uh, top five games of all time. Yes, I've got a quick question. Mm-hmm. Can it be an exclusive game published by Nintendo, but not made by Nintendo? Yeah, well... Hmm. I kind of wanted to just keep it Nintendo games. Like, games made by Nintendo. I mean, everyone associates this game with Nintendo, because it was exclusive, and it was big on their platform. So... No Banjo-Kazooie. Not banjo 
You're to be on the right lines. Mario RPG? Nope. I'm not going to guess it. Well, whatever. We'll debate it when we get to that point. All right. All right. <clears throat> okay. Good geek outs, though, right? Oh, yeah. We got geek outs, baby. We got oh, we got we have well, a, we have a geek out. Get ready. We have the technology. <laughs> I don't know about. Well, it is technology, so that is true. That is true. All right, ready? Put your class back on. I'm cleaning them, ladies, gentlemen, boys. <laughs> you look so stupid without your glasses on. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. <laughs> you need to put them back on. They got me back. I on. need just... Smart Toby back. There we go. There we go. Holy crap. Never take them off of my presence again. <laughs> All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Lady. Oh, what the hell episode is it? 93. 93. Okay. Right? Yeah. It was no, 94. This is 94. Yeah. They did two episodes in between this one and yeah. the last one. So we're yeah, 94. You did. Okay. <clears throat> Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to episode 94 of the Nintendo Talk pl- Podcast. Now, let me start that over. I, I, the podcast. The podcast. Dude, that's what all British podcasts should be called. The podcast. The podcast. <laughs> all right, let's do it again. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to episode 94 of the Nintendo Talk PlayStation. What is that? The Nintendo That's... Talk PlayStation. I want to say Nintendo PlayStation Podcast. That's why I'm, I'm oh struggling God. here. I'm struggling. Get it together, Bobby. You son of a... <clears throat> All right. <laughs> this is... I haven't done this in a while, man. <laughs> I haven't fumbled in a while. I think no I should just go back to... What's up, everybody? That's. Uh, I just need to go back to that. Yeah. I, can... I don't even know how to say that. <laughs> now, now I got the pressure on, man. I can't. Oh, I'm sweating, oh, dude. Bobby, I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I've got no expectations. Okay, I'm not taking okay. the mic. I'm just watching you struggle. Ooh. That's all. Oof, oof. Okay, here we go. <laughs> As I get ready to go, I start to laugh because I know I'm going to screw it up again. All right, here we go, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to episode 94 of Nintendo Talk. <laughs> 